Hey, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by 60 Helmets. It's the Monday after the Ironman Series finale. I'm Don Maeda. Michael Antonovich is calling remotely from the homeland. And uh, we're joined today by, are you Geico Honda now? You're not Amzai Honda now. Uh, I'm Geico Honda now. Geico, Geico yeah. Honda's Joe Shimoda, the great yellow Japanese hope, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, Anton, did you, uh, did you get to see Joe in action this weekend? Of course, I, I, I paid close attention. That gear was so sick. Oh, my God. Joe, do you remember any shift gear looking like that before? Like, do you remember that as a kid, or is that the first time you saw that color? Um, for, for, for me, it's the first time. I never seen that the retro style. Yeah, retro. I like that it was stuff. green, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. sick. What was it retro too, though? I don't remember. It's a, it's a, the logo of the shift was uh-huh. uh, like two lines like this. Okay, yeah. It wasn't the... Uh, but the color is not necessarily retro, is it? Yeah, uh, it was because Shift had that back in the day, but they had yellow to it, too. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember that for sure. So, hey, uh, Joe, so after Loretta's, well, you had some bad luck at Loretta's, correct? Yeah. Um, a crash. I saw you crashed into yeah. your shoulder. Yeah. So, I guess, give us the summary of, of uh, Loretta Lens this year for you. Okay. Um, yeah. So, every year, um, first every year I pick... A worst gate pick. Yeah. Well, that's uh, picked, luck um, of the draw, right? Yeah, you luck of the, the draw. Number, right? I, I picked 42. Oh. Oh. Well, so, so is that gate 42 or 42nd choice? 42nd choice. Oh, man. So we, sta- we started with terrible gate pick, and it was all the way outside. And um, it was it was so far out, I was a little bit nervous yeah. that I'm going uh, I didn't know what what to do in the, in the first turn, so like, once I uh, jump out of the gate, I went in neutral. Oh no! Yeah, and that made me uh, go last place in the start from first moto. But um, yeah, th- uh, through the end of the week, it was coming better. But in the middle of the week, I had a one big crash, which yeah. made my shoulder um, a bruise on the bone and mm-hmm. bruise muscles and stuff. Um, but um, it was it was better at the end, but mm-hmm. it was struggling. Yeah. So you, uh, but you did get a moto win, correct? Yeah, I did. And, and how did that moto win go? Did you whole shot and lead, or did you run everybody down? Um, I started around seventh, uh-huh. and then uh, I just passed passed many people as much as I could, and then uh, last two lap at the end, I passed uh, Jet Lawrence, mm-hmm. and then that put me in first place in position. So. Yeah, that's how I've how did, I finished. Did that feel really good to pass Jet? Because I know you guys are teammates and friends and yeah. shit, shit talkers. Right? <laughs> because uh, yeah, every time uh, he beats me, um, he talks shit on me. So, <laughs> but in the opposite way, when I talk shit on him, he doesn't like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> gives me a good motivation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So overall, uh, what were your finishes for the week at Loretta's? Overall. Um, Thing, seventeenth and fourth. Okay, and that no, was third. Yeah, third. So that was uh, two fifty A and two fifty A in Open Pro Sport. Open Pro Sport. So you got third in which class? I believe it's Open Pro Sport. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So all along the plan was for you to go straight from Loretta's to uh, Unadilla, right? My plan was. Yeah, that yeah. was that was the team's yeah. plan for you to move up. So. Um, 
when you know that you're going to go to the last three nationals and, and race at the pinnacle of the sport, is it kind of hard to be excited about going through Loretta's? Were you looking past Loretta's? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 50, 50, mm -hmm. I was, I wanted to get a championship, at Loretta Lynn's and yeah. then move up to pro. And I'm, I was also, um, looking at pro yeah. while I'm racing Loretta Lynn's. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Michael, I think you got somewhere along the line that the team, uh, kept the guys on the same bikes to keep them familiar with it instead of going full blown. Yeah. So they, when they came to Unadilla, Joe, it was right. You were on the same bike setup wise that you raced it at Loretta's, right? It wasn't new engine, new suspension, new anything like that, right? Um, engine. I think I was using a different one. Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, because I'm not sure if team... it's. Like, uh, Go ahead. Okay. I'm not sure it's a full spec one, but yeah, it was it was a different one. It's better. Yeah. Some parts. Yeah, better, the team yeah. had told me that they wanted to keep you guys from. Because it's such a big change, the tracks are different, the event format is different and everything, but they didn't want to overwhelm the guys and put them on completely different bikes. Mm -hmm. So that that's understandable. But then, Joe, at Loretta's, you guys raced those 250s in the 250 and the 450 class the whole time. Did you have a second bike when you had that mechanical happen, or was that same bike and they just had to fix the whole thing before the last race of the week? Mechanical problem. Didn't you have a mechanical problem in one moto? No. My no, bike think, was running good. Yeah, I think that was Jet blew up while he was leading, right? Yeah, I think I think so too. Oh, okay. I it was a month ago. I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> so uh, when you get to the pro races, you know, you said your engine's a little bit different. Um, the bike feel much better or pretty much the same? Um, I had like three days of practicing, uh -huh. so no bike was running running really great i have i have nothing to complain mm -hmm. and yeah bike was good okay so um how was it making the transition were you were you nervous like to the race yeah yeah nervous a lot and then you had like some people come from japan just to watch you right yeah so there's uh is this snow crab films that films you is he from japan yeah, yeah. So did he come just for your pro yeah. pro debut? Um, yeah, and then pretty much. Your dad came from Japan, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Okay. So how was it? I mean, you you got points at Unadilla. I think the second race was bad, right, Bud's Creek? The Unadilla was bad. I crashed both motos, uh -huh. and I couldn't finish the race. And then Bud's Creek was 13-12. Yeah. And then Ironman was 14-16. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you feel about it? Was it uh, where you thought you would finish or worse or better? Um, <laughs> I, I was looking for something like like top 15 mm -hmm. at first mm -hmm. and then like maybe like make a progress each week. But uh, at Unadilla, um, I was really, really nervous because everything was so new i didn't know um what's the program gonna be like mm -hmm. and then um like the behind gate when i hopped on the bike like before the starts i was uh i was really like worried about crashing into the first turn because everybody's so fast and like mm -hmm. you know they're they're much much more stronger than amateur guys so that put me down a little bit and at butts creek it was way better because 
after getting a little bit of experience in the first round. Um, after two races, it was much better, but still, um, I had I had crash and start at Ironman, and it was it was I was struggling so mm -hmm. much. Was yeah. uh, how was it being under the tent with RJ and and the rest of the Geico guys? Were they welcoming to you, or was it just did they just ignore you? No, they're uh, everybody in the team is so cool. Just yeah. everybody's so nice. Nobody, yeah, nobody is uh, hard to talk to or something uh -huh. like that. So, yeah, it was it was comfortable under the team. Yeah. What about the? Uh, what was the hardest thing? Was it uh, the tracks are rougher? I'm assuming than the national tracks you ride, and the race is a lot longer, right? So yeah. What was the hardest thing for you? Hardest thing, long ruts. Long ruts. Long ruts and uh, muddy, soft dirt, mm -hmm. uh, plus dirt, uh, plus ruts. I was, uh, every time qualify, um, I didn't get any like like good laps in because I was trying so much. Then I get mistake, mm -hmm. like went off the track or my my foot comes off and go for Superman or something like that and. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was gnarly. Yeah, Anton, how did you think that uh, Joe looked when you saw him at the last three? Well, I think the biggest thing that anybody that's watched Joe ride over the last few years, we always know how smooth he is, and the pro tracks were so rough. But there are places that he was still really smooth. Like if it, there was a jump section or even like a technical turn or straightaway, mm -hmm. he made it look pretty simple. If so, if he was struggling, it didn't really seem that apparent. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't seem like he gets out of control that much. So the like, I'm sure that he did, you know, have some personal issues. Mm -hmm. But like Joe, you never made it look like it was that hard. You made it seem like you were pretty comfortable and confident out there, just knowing you had to find your place in those first three races. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you guys tell me about the. Uh, you ran our GoPro one day, right at press day. Unadilla, um, yeah. Yeah, maybe I did. <laughs> so what happened yeah. there? I never saw the video. Yeah, that might have been my fault. Like, <laughs> Joe is cool. Like, Joe is, like, super accommodating, and I'm glad that you offered. Um, but I put it on, and I was like, hey, so do you think that this is enough of an angle? And when I was setting the GoPro up, he's like, well, yeah, but I look down a lot, so tilt it back a little bit. So I tilted it back, like, quite a bit, and I showed him. He's like, yeah, that, that should be good. And then he went out for practice for the press day session on Friday, and I saw how much he looked down, and it was more than I expected. And yeah. so there are times where, like, he comes out of corners or he's, like, dodging roost, and you can read the front number plate upside down. <laughs> so Joe looks down a lot, but that's okay because he saved my GoPro from getting too blown out by rocks, but yeah. the footage wasn't usable. But, like, when I did watch it, you can tell that he like Joe knows what he's doing. Like he totally figured out the track really well. Mm -hmm. But if we would have posted it, it would have been great footage to show people if the angle was right. But yeah. because it was pointed so far down, people would have just criticized it. So I was like, yeah, we can't, we can't put this up because I don't want Joe to get all this negative heat for no reason. What it was kind of my mistake. Yeah. So do you do you look down a lot when you ride? Um, out of the corner, yes. And then I put my helmet down. Uh huh. Since I was young, so it's... Oh, you pull it down. Yeah. Okay. So Plus, plus that, and it's... <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's funny because I have a friend, uh, Brandon Dunn. He works at Bill's Pipes, and he was telling me 
he had a bet with his friend about which new amateur was going to do great. And yeah. he was betting on you. Oh, Joe. Joe's going to, you know, he'll be the best out of the three Amsoil kids. And whoever it was was talking to him says, no, he doesn't look far enough forward. He looks down. And then it's funny because before I heard all this story about the GoPro, Brandon had sent me that information. And he goes, yeah. and then I looked at this picture and he sent me a picture of you coming out of a corner and you're looking straight down. But is that a, a, a habit you have or is it something that uh, Yannick has taught you? Or no, you something working? that I should fix. Oh, you should yeah. fix. Looking ahead more. Yeah. Is it maybe like the Japanese bowing thing? <laughs> <laughs> when uh, you meet people, it's like... Yeah. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so, uh, did Yannick come with you to the races? Yeah. And how does he feel that you made the transition? Is he pleased? Um, no, he he was really happy. Like, uh -huh. like um, I won't say bad thing about amateur races, but he uh, wanted to see me racing in like, uh, like, r real track, like with with yeah. all the pros, and like, he was really exciting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What uh, what uh, surprised you the most about racing against the national guys? Surprising the most yeah, like, was it were they charging the whole time, or were they faster than you thought, or not as fast as you thought? I mean. Um, no, 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 they're, they're, they're fast for sure. They're mm -hmm. fast and tough. Um, the, the most, I, I, like, like, um, I struggle or I see something big was, it was just the, in the morning sprint laps, everybody, mm -hmm. like, it's good that I had a press day to mm -hmm. learn the track. Yeah. But if I didn't have the press day, uh, press day, um, I, I could only ride max three laps, yeah. and you just go for um, yeah. full um, sending mode. Yeah. And, uh, did you ride press day at all three races? Yeah, I didn't. Every okay, so that was very advantageous yeah. to learn yeah. the track. Yeah. Is it uh, like is it hard for you or easy for you to learn a track right away? Like, do you? I'm I'm assuming you guys w get there and you walk it and check it out, and you know, at your level, I'm sure you you know, oh, I have to hit this jump this fast and stuff, but. Um, was it pretty easy for you to learn the tracks yeah. on press days? Yeah, learning track was easy. Yeah, just, um, but I took, like, a lot of time to, like, let everything, uh, go and, um, like, actual riding. Mm -hmm. It took me, like, I had, like, 30 minutes of press, and in that 15, first 15 minutes, I was, like, rolling jumps and, uh, maybe, like, try to hit. Uh, some corners good and like checking everything out and then and then I was actually riding. Yeah, so it it was <laughs> taking a long time. Yeah uh, What was the toughest track of the three toughest track? I mean to me in my mind. I think you know, you know, yeah, super rough and you're rough and Too much ruts too many ruts too much ruts and a lot of rocks there, too. Yeah. Yeah but so your home track is Fox Raceway and there's Ruts there, but not national ruts, huh? Uh, it's the roughest track around here. Yeah, it's um, it's more tackier. Like last three was uh really tacky and um, like milestone in Paris, it was it's pretty good, mm -hmm. but sometimes it gets a little dry, so has no ruts. But uh, and then I was in Florida, mm -hmm. um, practicing sand every day. So when yeah. I went to the tacky rut stuff, I was. Oh. It was a little bit difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, hey, Joe, had you spent much time back east before you guys went to Florida, or was that like really the first time other than Loretta's that you had ridden back there? Spent time? Yeah, have you ridden uh, east coast a lot before, or is it first time? Um, before, uh, no, it's not. You've been back? Yeah. You've been there before? Yeah. Okay. Too hot there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh? What uh, what was the biggest uh, what track had the biggest jumps and did they scare you like Ironman? Ironman. Ironman. It was big. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like uh, took you a while to do the jumps or is just they're big and no I I didn't want to think about jump too much so third lap I just went wide open. Yeah. <laughs> hey Joe, is it a uphill at Ironman scarier or the downhill jump scarier? Like, you know, the two that are back-to-back? Yeah, um, downhill was uh, scarier. That looks really scary with how fast you guys land and then on the gas into those ruts that are right at the base of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so uh, did you get get lapped in any of the motos by the winner? Um, Unadilla, yeah. Oh, that was a bad race though, right? Yeah, but yeah. Okay. But uh, so when you're at the National – were you just focused completely on your own thing, or did you watch the 450 racing also on the TV or anything? Um, no, I, I uh, when I finished my race, I just I was so tired, so <laughs> I just I just left. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, you were at the race this weekend, and Adam Cincerello won the national championship. Uh, did you get to see any of that stuff, or was it just always straight in the semi-resting? Straight into semi-resting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts about that, though? Like, Adam won the title. Um, you know, Dylan went 1-1. And, like, is, is who's who's the guys that you looked up to before? Look up to? Yeah. Like, before you turned pro, because you can't look up to them now, but. Um, who <laughs> look up? Not, not really. No, looking for somebody like yeah. that. But I, I saw Adam in Florida, mm-hmm. so I, w- I was happy for him getting his championship. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey Anton, how was that? It looked super. Uh, well, we saw the the Instagram live broadcast you did of Mitch giving Adam mm-hmm. the uh, the plate to put on the door and everything, and that the that was super cool. That was a super cool fly on the wall. Uh, perspective, and I, I kind of got chills listening to things that they both said. But uh, pretty neat event. Wasn't Honestly, it? I think that is like the most popular championship in recent memory for me. I can't think of anybody else that's won in a while that so many people were that excited for. Mm-hmm. Kenny in '16, the last year that he won for RCH, that was a pretty good party at Buds. I remember that one going on for a while, but. Mm-hmm. Man, at some point, everybody was at Pro Circuit's truck on Saturday night. Like, Dean and Jason both went over there in their Husky shirts. And Dean, you know, has history with Mitch, so he's really happy for Mitch. Mm-hmm. Ferrandis was there. Him and Mitch spent a few minutes talking just by themselves. Um, Sexton was there. Hampshire, like, Alex Martin. Pretty much everybody at some point in the night funneled through there to celebrate with him. Mm-hmm. And then, like, man, they have to make a ad about how strong that engine is because they it filled it up with up. gas dude they filled it up with gas two times and it still didn't blow up really yeah they, and like 
it's amazing. And and I think just because like Mitch has won plenty. But yeah. this one means a lot for Mitch because he, you know, really helped raise Adam. Yeah. And he's gone through all the struggles with him. You know, the dual so- the shoulder injuries, the knee injury, mm-hmm. all the stuff that he's endured. And Adam said it himself. He's like, you know, I'd rather win this way and have all the setbacks and only win one than win 10 of them and they don't come as much of a struggle. Mm-hmm. And it was it was awesome. I think that everybody was just pumped and and you know, even at the podium, the fans were cheering. And it's weird because that's such a personal moment. And Adam is 10 feet away from the fans who are, like, cheering him on as he's looking at the number one play for the first time. Yeah. But but that's what's cool about moto is that it's not this, like, prestigious thing where there's a 100-foot distance between the fans and the people that are experiencing everything. You're all right there. Mm-hmm. So it, it was cool. Uh, you and I are close to Adam. You know, we've been around him for so long. And to see him go through everything was so cool. And then, like, Saturday night at the awards banquet, he didn't really know, like, that he was going to get invited up on the stage by himself. Mm -hmm. So they invited the top nine guys of the 250 class and then didn't invite him up. And he was like, well, wait, when am I going up? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're going to go. Just wait a second. And then they bring him up. It's cool to see how everybody respects him so much Mm -hmm. because he respects everybody else. You know, I think years ago when he was – running it in on guys a little bit like him and Osborne had some tension there. Yeah. But you can tell that everybody's like really, really happy that the way that this is all gone now. Yeah. Hey Joe, did you hear them trying to blow the bike up? No. In the pits? <laughs> I Instagram. Everybody's Instagram feed is yeah. uh, Mitch holding it wide open, Brandon yeah. holding <laughs> I like Dean Dean had a, a a video and someone put Mitch on the bike on a stand. <laughs> yeah. And he was like Oh, Mitch, don't hit the shifter with your foot. <laughs> they, uh, they, they lit cigars off the header pipe, so that was pretty cool. Oh, my God. Um, and then there was a couple other ones. Nick's was pretty funny because Nick was getting in Mitch's face to, like, cheer him on a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, that's the first time that I've ever seen Mitch out of his chair and on a bike. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've never seen Mitch do that before. And, you know, I posted that interview late last night. Um, where it's just me one-on-one and, and, you know, it is a little loud and everything, but that's, that's how it is to be in that truck when that celebration is going on. Like there's that many people coming in and out and grabbing a Coors Light and telling Mitch thanks and, and congratulations and everything. I mean, it, that was cool that it was so open to everybody because there's been other championships that we've watched even this year that you got to watch from outside the fence and it's not as close, but Mm -hmm. dude, everybody was involved in that one. Yeah, that's cool. Well, hey, guys, let's take a quick break to uh, hear from some of our sponsors, but we'll be back for more with uh, Joe Shimoda. Hey, everyone. It's Marvin Miskin from the Red Bull KTM Racing Team. Right now, KTM is making it easier than ever to get out and ride. Head to your local KTM Auto Rise dealer to take advantage of limited-time offer on qualified dirt, street, adventure, and naked models, or check out KTM.com to learn more today. Hi, this is 250 Supercross Champion Chase Sexton of the Geico Honda team. To get the most performance out of your motocross bike, make sure you're using the Yoshimura exhaust systems. Visit Yosh at Yoshimura-RD.com to see their wide line of slip-ons and complete systems for your bike today. Now enjoy the Swap Moto Live Kickstart podcast. Riders like Justin Cooper, Dylan Ferrandis, Eli Tomac, Adam Entingnap, Josh Hansen, and more partner with Works Chassis Lab for engine mounts and other special parts to add comfort to and enhance the handling characteristics of their bikes. With championships and race wins to prove it, Works Chassis Lab Parts provides the winning edge. Visit WorksChassisLab.com for more information. 
2013, 6D helmets forever changed the way we think about motorcycle safety helmets. With its patented omnidirectional suspension system to help absorb rotational impacts, the original ATR1 helmet swept through the industry and was received with open arms by riders and racers alike. The new 60 ATR2 and ATR2 Youth are even better than the original and carry a limited three-year warranty and a unique technology that allows the helmet to be rebuilt after most crashes. Visit 60helmets.com for more info. Welcome back to the 60 Helmets Kickstart Podcast. Uh, we're here with Joe Shimoda today who just, uh, you just flew home today from Ironman, right? Yesterday. Oh, yesterday? Yesterday. Okay. So, a pro national is uh, two long motos on rougher tracks. Are you uh, more sore the day after than, you know, any other race as an amateur? Uh, not sore if I don't crash. Only if you crash? Only if I crash. So, you're saying you're in really good shape then. You can handle it. Like, did you get tired at the end of the national motos? Yeah. Yeah? Um, it's also comes from, depends on t- temperature outside too. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Last week... Uh, yeah, last week Ironman. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not too hot, so yeah. it was better. But the Bud's Creek was really, really hot. So did you guys? Uh, hours. Did you do any of the in-between moto ice bath stuff? No. no, no. Are you looking forward to having you know those where you get in the swimming pool with ice? Mm. <laughs> I would like to. Yeah. Um, so, Joe, you're you told me earlier you're flying back to Japan tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So. What is this, just a look, nice little vacation? Um, yeah, just kind of like um, kind of go off for a motocross for a little bit and um, get myself li- refreshed yeah. and yeah, back to training again after three weeks of break. Yeah, so you're going back for three weeks, and then you said you're going to ride a little bit there, right? Yeah. Do you have a 450 at home, you said? I don't know if I can tell this one. Oh, okay, yeah. secret. <laughs> okay, so what are the plans for next year? plans for next year yeah are you with the uh, geico honda team yeah yeah okay so um what about the other guys carson and jet um i don't know are they staying amateur next year i believe uh jet and carson uh gonna stay in amateur mm-hmm. Ma- maybe jet gonna start riding from hangtown mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the pro guys okay so what was it like uh racing with your your rival buddy jet at the pro nationals um he, he's crazy guy yeah like because uh the the pro national starts like like the riders meeting starts at seven twenty, mm-hmm. and everybody gets there like at seven yeah he's already uh talking crap from 7 a.m <laughs> to the, the the whole day yeah till i leave yeah nice talking crap to just you or everybody no everybody 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 yeah we had hunter on the show <laughs> a few weeks ago and he said that uh jet would probably just flap his lips all day that's how it was yeah <laughs> every, so, every round <laughs> so in the three races who got the most points between you jet and carson um i think me me and jake got 29 points uh-huh and it's the same yeah okay all right so uh jet obviously uh was on under that rule where amateurs can come up and race so yeah you got 29 points i'd say 29 points would probably what do you think anton put him in the 80s for a number next year um it'd be pretty close uh you gotta factor in if they do supercross stuff i'm not sure but yeah he could 
I mean, he should be able to get a number because there's a lot of guys that didn't score points that chased the whole thing. So, I mean, that's a big accomplishment to get a, a national number in your first season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, how did you choose the number that you raced with at the Nationals? How did you – How did I Like, ch- what was your 470 – what was your number? Uh, like, when I was young? No, 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 at Unadilla and – I was 374. 374. Did you – did the team just got you that number or did you choose it? No, I, I choose it, but – they didn't have any, like, because I was looking for, like, I don't know if I can choose 147 mm-hmm. or 247 or uh, maybe a 471. Yeah. But they didn't have any oh, letter that goes 47 something or mm-hmm. something something 47. Really? It was all yeah. taken? Oh, okay. So how did you end up with 47 as your amateur number? Was it your dad's number or oh. how did you choose 47? My dad chose it uh-huh. and... It was uh, coming from AK-47, oh. the, the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but... <laughs> <laughs> the nice, peaceful thing to in- inspire you, huh, Anton? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you guys had, like, AK-47s in Japan, but sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, last uh, last year, we got to spend some time with you when we were doing, the, you know, the Fast movie. Fast um, movie? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, got, yeah. got to come to your hometown and Suzuka and everything, and uh, uh, I think uh, it opened a lot of people's eyes to your story. You know, your your background and how you came here and everything. Did uh, did fans know who you were at the races, at the pro nationals? Some, yeah, some. Yeah. Any um, any crazy fans come from Japan or anything, <laughs> or just your friends? No, just my friends. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> just my friends and. Some people out there was like uh, Gojo and like cheering on me, but it was cool. It was yeah. cool for sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Maeda is people mispronounce Maeda. Maeda. Yeah. Do people have a hard time saying Shimoda? Yeah. What do they Some, say? I heard Shimado. Shimado. <laughs> and I heard Shimodo. I have A at the end, but yeah, I don't know how they went to O, but those two are only the the worst the, huh? the worst okay and then uh so some people call you joe schmo joe schmo right? yeah yeah <laughs> oh so so my instagram mm-hmm. name it it says joe schmoda yeah. but no space in between yeah um i don't know if american guys or some guys from like more asian side not japan but just like like philippines or like yeah. something around there they they call me um josh yeah. Emota. Josh Emota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, no way. Yeah. Josh Emota. That's interesting. I could see that, though. Josh Emota. Yeah. Okay, so what is... Uh, hey. or go ahead, Anton. Hey, Joe. There was, like, quite a few Japanese guys this year. Like, uh, Watanabe was at Cycle Trader, and then Koga was here on a privateer deal, and then Tamita is here there being four Japanese guys, do you guys all hang out together or like how Marvin and Dylan hang out because they're French or are you guys so separate that you don't really get to? No. Um, we actually, I actually lived with, um, uh, Koga and Toshiki, but mm-hmm. I don't really know, uh, what, what, Nabe. what, Nabe. Yusuke. Yusuke. Yeah. He lives with Doug Dubok. Yeah. Uh, so I never, I never get to see him. Do you don't talk to him at all? When I see him, yeah, I'll say hi and uh-huh. like something. But yeah. Hey, hey, why did uh, 
Why did uh, Koga only do part of the Nationals? He didn't do it all. I don't I don't know. Oh, you don't know? I yeah. don't know, yeah. Yeah, he put on his Instagram, okay, my Nationals is over. Thank you. And I'm, <laughs> I messaged him, what, no more races? And he said, no, I'm done. But did uh, – okay, so Ko- Taiki Koga and Toshiki Tomita, they live at your house. They they rent rooms, right, at MXTF SoCal? Yeah. Um, do you get to – see their training and their progress and were they were they happy with the seasons they had this year um i don't know um i don't know because uh i, w- I was in florida last oh, yeah, last yeah, three yeah, yeah, yeah uh, week true. so okay yeah. hmm. so was will uh tomita stay with you now or does he go home right away um i i, I I think he's going back tomorrow also oh, to okay. Japan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh how uh how is MXTF SoCal doing? Is it still crowded, a lot of people? <laughs> yeah. Super busy. Right now not but for sure. Maybe like January, uh when the the off season in Japan uh every every Japanese guys want uh want to ride in the United States so mm-hmm. it's gonna be busy. Yeah. Okay. So uh, last time, last time I interviewed you, you, you said Jet liked your sister. Did did you get him away? <laughs> he still tries to talk to your sister. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if it was a joke or real, but yeah, I don't, I don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. Uh, what else? So uh, your your grandpa did he come over to watch your races? Yeah. Oh, he did. Oh, cool. Was he was he pumped? Was he happy with the way things went? Yeah. He was happy already when I turned pro. Yeah. Like, he didn't care about racing. I, he was just happy that I went through all these things. And Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like a, a lifelong yeah. goal accomplishment, right? Okay. So, um, did uh, did Shane – Shane Nally was the AMSOIL team manager, right? Yeah. So did he come to the last three races to no, support you no, guys? He didn't no, come. No, he couldn't. Yeah, he's too busy riding his e-bike around Greer, huh? <laughs> Probably. I think so. All right. Hey, Anton, you got anything else for Joe? Not really. Like, I think it's cool that he's here. We've seen him for so long, and and like as a guy that watches every race and knows what's going on, like Joe, it's cool to see how much you've progressed. I know that when you guys first came here, you were just by yourself, and to have a factory ride now i mean this is this is a big deal for you and it'll be cool to see how you transition into supercross and everything for next year because i think that's really where you're going to do well do you think so too um i'm a, i'm just gonna try hard <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i won't think that i'm gonna be like really really good i, I don't want to say like too much so mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm just gonna try my best every round every race just giving everything i got and that's my goal mm-hmm. so do you uh when you come back from Japan in three weeks, it's probably straight into Supercross testing, right? Probably, yeah. Do you think – well, you've ridden Supercross tracks. Yeah. I mean, you did Monster Cup and won that. So, uh, well, there's no whoops there, though. So, how are, how are you looking <laughs> forward to the whoops? Um, every track I, I rode in the past, I was fine with whoop section. Yeah. But when I went to Honda Test Track, yeah, so big. It's, big and it's worn out, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, but <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure if I practice, it it will be fine. Yeah, 
So are you looking forward to, like, is your uh, is your big goal and dream, is it supercross racing or was it motocross racing? Both. Uh, yeah? Yeah, both. So you like both equally? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so we're looking forward to seeing you at, uh, well, either Anaheim 1 or what's the second round, Anton? St. Louis. St. Louis. East Coast kickoff is round two. No, no. Uh, West Coast too, because they don't want anybody to get hurt. Oh. So, so yeah. So um, it goes Anaheim, St. Louis, Anaheim. Mm-hmm. But that'll be okay for everybody too, because it keeps everybody in the groove. And then I want to say East Coast isn't going to start until like Dallas, maybe. Mm-hmm. Do you have or a Tampa? Choice? Tampa for sure. No, I don't have a choice yet. What do you want? Um, West Coast. West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, because East Coast gets big ruts, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah, and you want to race Anaheim. Anaheim. I think so. Okay. Well, hey, uh, I think that's what we got today with uh, Joe Shimoda of the Geico Honda team. It's kind of cool saying that. It's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Oh, you know, one thing I want to ask you. So 6D is our our, uh, show sponsor. And I know when you, before you moved up to pro and had to wear the Fox helmet, but you had a choice and you stayed with the 6D in 2019. Um, Why did you decide to stay instead of trying to be like the pro team like everybody else? Oh, it just, I, I know um, I had to swap to the Fox helmet mm-hmm. when I turned pro. So I just like, I don't know, just like, I just want to just run 60 for amateur racing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, 60 is a really good helmet. So yeah, I I just, just for no reason, just, yeah. just wanted to stay. Yeah. Um, did you ever in your career with the helmet, did you ever have a big crash hit your head? Yeah. And it did okay? Yeah. Yeah. How come uh, in Japan, everybody wears Shoei and, and Arai? Like, uh, I know recently there's a importer for Bell, right? Bell, Cause, yeah. Because um, uh, uh, who's the guy wearing a uh, Bell helmet now? He rides for Dirt Freak, I think. Yamaha rider, right? Yeah. Uh, you, you Hirata? <laughs> yeah, Hirata. Hirata. Yeah, Hirata is wearing a Bell. But... Uh, do they import 60 into Japan? Uh, I'm not sure. Now they, st- I know they started um, selling the sick, uh, the the bell helmets, mm-hmm. but I never see any 60 yeah. riding in Japan. Maybe you, when you go home tomorrow, you should take a bunch of 60s and you can <laughs> sell them. <laughs> okay. Well, hey guys, uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for coming on, Joe. Thanks for uh, signing on, Anton, from uh, wherever you are. Of course. Thanks where for where are me. you right now? You're in a barn somewhere? Uh, I'm at the shop in <laughs> Illinois. Nice. So. All righty. Well, hey, uh, that's it for this week's show. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. And, uh, of course, visit SwapMotoLive.com.